just noticed there's straight up a spider web on my microphone. <laughs> is wow. how long it's been since. Happy Halloween. <laughs> spooky. Ooh, welcome to spooky season. Oh, wow. I can't. That, is that because uh, we took last week kind of off because we did yeah. a live show and re- we released that audio? So your microphone has not been spoken into for two weeks and that's yeah. when the spiders take over? Twice the time. Well, and I guess I was also not here. Yeah. So, man, so I wasn't out. even like in the room creating a, a ruckus. Right. Because, you know, spiders, they hate loose the noise. Yeah. There's a, a little a spider's home now. You're you're listening to a spider's home. You know what's funny is an that audible original. <laughs> <laughs> a spider's home. Um, for some reason, it's a scripted podcast drama. Speaking of podcasts that aren't great but are fine, <laughs> uh, this is the podcast "You Is Racist," <laughs> where we eventually listen to your voicemails about racism. Uh, I'm Tony Newsom. That's Andrew T. We got our producer Kevin Bartelt, and I was gonna say that. You know, I was really proud of our live show last week for one reason. Mm. We did a live show in Somerville, which is on the the outer uh, the outer friend circle of Boston. It's a Boston acquaintance. I I managed to get in and out of there without really looking at a map. Like I I don't actually know where we were. You don't need to. Yeah. Um, But I am very impressed that through my extreme like uh uh i'm kind of in a hot garf summer myself where i don't want to plan things too hard or be mm. too controlling trying to let go let go <laughs> let garf um <laughs> and andrew was kind of the more like he had the running order he planned the lobster thing but what ended up then happening with the two of us body swapping is that we achieved the absolute like uh re- relaxed comfortable live vibe that we have every week talking to zoom windows and i think that's really hard to achieve because that's oh. you get in front of people and you have like performance energy and you like sure. amp it up and blah blah but that shit was just as loose and weird as this is every week and i'm really proud of that i thought it was really uh it was ju- it was enough structure to like get to keep us moving yeah yeah, I guess if you were at the show in Boston, feel free to DM me. How we were wrong, but don't invite that. We don't. I no, enjoyed, we don't need that. I enjoyed Tawny saying, "Like, look at uh, Andrew's got like a sh- like a run of show here. He's got the calendar going." And then Z was like, "I mean, I'm looking at it. I see five words on Google." <laughs> <laughs> how much more do you need? That's a hey, set list. That's enough, that, man. That's five words more than I wrote. Yeah, you know? that's the backbone. I wrote nothing. I was just like, "So we'll get up there and we'll talk and do our thing." I really wanted to, man, Do I was really right. trying to, Andrew, we were trying to parent trap and I think we did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, we have did you eat more lobster, Andrew, after that show? I did. If you if you follow me on the Instagram, you will <laughs> yeah. see. Thanks for the alley-oop. Uh, Z took me to a place. I, my, my dad, I had to come back earlier than I expected uh, mm-hmm. for, I guess, I think I said it on Yoko, we lived last week, uh, but Edie the Chihuahua is having some heart problems. So mm-hmm. I had to come back and do some vet stuff. Mm-hmm. I made a spreadsheet, made a spreadsheet for Homegirls Pills, as wow. Tony saw yesterday. It was I'm pretty extensive. Wow. Right Very long. thorough listeners. Well, she's on a, the vet was basically like, she these are when she needs her pills. You can mm-hmm. kind of like fudge it about an hour either way. But if not, she's going to die. 
No. She's old. She's an old lady. Um, yeah, maybe. So it's, it's serious. Uh, but uh, in the moment of levity, uh, I did get, oh, my God. What do we do? Lobster? Wait. Yeah. I had clam chowder, clam bellies, and a two-pound lobster. Mm-hmm. Immediately went to Dunkin' Donuts. Immediately after that, went on the ferry to the airport. Oh, my so God. I took a boat to a plane. I got right on each. So, this is like stomach boot camp. That is... Uh, <laughs> it was horrific. pretty wild, yeah. Or like you're trying to build the most Boston alibi. Like you didn't do any of that, but someone's <laughs> like, where were you? And you're like, well, I was in Boston, so I ate a two-pound lobster. I ate some yeah, clam bellies. I took a ferry. <laughs> yeah. by Duncan. I got on a ferry. The ferry to the airport. I saw a Red Sox game. Yeah, it and was- uh, Mark Wahlberg slapped me across the face. <laughs> <laughs> it was really... I did you, Wahlbergers is just like a big chain there. It's not good. Is it? The guy next to me just cracked open on the plane, just reached into his bag uh. and cracked open a McHate crime and just started eating it. <laughs> it was really impressive. I was like, oh, this is your just restaurant. Okay. Um, the only type of heckle I like is people telling Andrew he's eating lobster wrong. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was incredible. Shout out to listener Tawe. That was the best. Literally got up there so deadpan. The misdirect was epic. Being like, hey, I have two questions. Uh, my first one is, why the fuck? Fucking <laughs> 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 perfect. Um, and yeah. yeah, I guess since we're, since our news, just because I have done nothing but geriatric dog and travel stuff Mm -hmm. so i don't i've not paid attention to any news um i i yeah even though this sounds like simply promo for our minneapolis show next week on i want to say july 30th saturday the 30th um tickets at suboptimalpods.com come out and see us even though it sounds like this whole intro has just been promo for that, this honestly is all I've done this week, news-wise. I, I have a vague sense that um, there's been a bunch of bad shit happening, but mm-hmm. I think it's the baseline type of bad shit. Um, not to minimize it, but I just am currently, I don't know, I, did, I didn't pay attention this week. And I'm yeah. Well, it's hard when our... That is uh, it's hard when uh, work ramps up as it kind of has for both of us you kind of ended one phase of work but you're sort of jumping into another one and i'm doing a shit ton of travel for work and uh that's when it becomes hardest to kind of stay uh engaged and informed and activated and you know i think that that has to be okay like you know for everyone that we can't stay in like a tensely coiled yeah anger thing at all times like it doesn't mean we're not aware of the you know various instances of police brutality of all the shit that's still happening as a fallout of you know the overturning of roe you know these things are happening and so being able to like i don't know it's not like we're dipping in and out of paying attention but it's like the the Mm -hmm. attention has to soften at certain times so that you can come back fresh otherwise you'll just burn out yeah, I mean that's the juggle burnout is that there is a, probably an argument that uh, by doing this show we have more of a responsibility or you know to pay attention to stuff. I guess um, I'm not sure if that's true, but well, I think that we 
probably do in that once a week we do have to get on the mic and talk about these terrible things. I don't think, (laughs) unless you're like a DEI person, I don't think you have anyone else has a weekly (laughs) mandatory racism discussion with their just like friends. Um, So I don't know. I just think, you know, we're human too. And I think being honest about the fact that it's like, no, I can't, I can't stay informed and angry every single day. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I'm choosing not to. I guess I could. I'm choosing not to for mental health and so that I can come back more to informed us. and rested for the the fights where I can make a little bit more of a difference. Yeah. That's probably. That's hopefully right. I don't know. Those are Or it's a fucking cop out and I'm just tired and it's summer and I, we deserve to have fun too. Who knows? Those are That's about where my head's at. Those are the options. <laughs> Oh, we're either full boy. of clam bellies riding a ferry through new england or <laughs> yeah. we are deep in the shit deep in it yeah, yeah. this is both um it's sort of crucial to how this all works but um yeah we are going to be in minneapolis looking forward to that looking forward to to seeing folks and doing doing a little more show yeah it, that was more my first show. time on stage in like Oh, that's not true. I guess I did. I did a thing for Iffy, <laughs> like a couple of months ago. But that's it. Prior to that, it's been years. Nice. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've done some shows, but it was yeah. fun. It was a good time. Yeah. It was good to see our our compatriots out in the wild. Um, yeah. Shout out to the trio in the front row who wore hot garf summers. Wore mer- three hot garf summer shirts. Mm-hmm. So that's like. Merch associated but not created by this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or, That's and, what we call nonprofit merch. <laughs> yeah, it's a nonprofit, nonprofit move. Well, someone makes a profit. Uh, I hope it's not us or not. I guess I don't care. Um, um, yeah, and we're we're debating um, uh, meet and greets. We did not do one in Boston just because uh, COVID is a little wild. So for everyone's safety, we just. We just kept it to the stage and engaged with folks that way. But we're talking about it for each city. So um, if you're hoping to say hello after the show, uh, there's like a 50-50 shot that we might do it, depending yeah. on <laughs> where, some, some where our antibodies are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, ooh, wow. We just, you know what? I think that's that's it. We we Yeah, we'll be better about the news. Actually, we won't because we'll be probably doing a live episode next week so we're you know we'll 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 catch up at some point here's the um, thing at some point we will be better about the news and you know it's always gonna be there um oh really quickly though there was a and you know this is definitely like soft news so i'm still a coward but um the first asian american miss texas i, I know how much oh, everyone yeah. on this podcast loves a pageant um <laughs> But jokes aside, uh, Avery Bishop made history. She's the, uh, I guess it's the 85th anniversary of the Miss Texas pageant. And the only reason why this is notable, because, you know, pageants are, of course, problematic and establishing beauty standards. But, you know, when that kind of crossroads is with representation for a group that has not had a chance to establish themselves in problematic ways, (laughs) making, you know, uh, what am I trying to say? Like, to have an Asian woman be part of this problematic history is weird entangled representation, but representation nonetheless. Yeah. Just, uh, I mean, it's like one of those, like, 
good, but yeah, like it is, you know, being cognizant of what it is, is yeah. so important. Uh, I mean, I just, in the little Twitter scroll about it, I was like, oh, the Miss Texas pageant was white only as in you had to like trace your lineage until Woo! the 40s. See, that's why shit like this, even though I don't give a fuck about a pageant, I do give a fuck about making some old school racist debutantes mad as fuck. Yeah. So the fact that she's pissed off a lot of bigots makes me really happy. I guess that's probably, yeah, the best the best part of it. It's not that like it's such a win. The win is how mad the people are for taking an L. Yeah, and just like this whole thing is so such fake bullshit. Sorry to anyone who loves being in pageants, but it's all such dumb bullshit trash that it's like, and they had to add all this fucking lineage tracing, crazy racism. Well, take yeah. that. Yeah. So bigots. You know, it's a type of yeah, yeah. Anything. It's you know, justice is just a series of things that make bigots mad. Ooh. Uh, hopefully. Put that on a shirt. Oof. That's the back of the hot garf summer. Yeah, shirt. I'm sure there's a hot garf summer on the front and on the back. Justice is just a series of things that makes bigots let's, mad. Yeah, let's let's not. Like uh, logic, let's not go too far down the logic road on this this one. Um, I don't fucking know. Let's let's we're we're doing short news. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna do the voicemails. That's what's gonna happen. Yep. Let's do that. We back. Um. Oh my god. Did it scare you? No, I just forgot that we were. I was like, voicemails as in, let's just listen to voicemails. <laughs> I My brain stopped working for real. You thought we were just waiting for sound to come on? Yeah, I'm big old doofus. We could do that. Here's a question for you. Do you feel bad because we went out Period. and had approximately... Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> we had approximately 2.5 to 3.5 beverages last night. And it's too early this morning, which is my mm. fault because of a scheduling thing. I, well... Maybe I also didn't have coffee yet, and you know, you know, Andrew needs his coffee to get. Don't talk to him until he's had cool. his Java. I forgot that I was out of coffee beans, so yeah, I'm sure that contributed. It can't be, yeah. can't be great. Um, yeah, uh, I have a very small thing to say. I mean, it is kind of newsworthy, but I've just been looking sure. a lot at. I should have said it in the last segment. Sorry, <laughs> but um. Joe Manchin blocked this uh, huge climate crisis like spending for the U.S. And it is very frustrating for me to read. I care a lot about the climate crisis. And I do think it is climate is connected to racism. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know we have conversations about like, you know, what to do when the government politicians continually fuck stuff up and. Kind of, it sounds like the excuse is like, oh, well, this is going to increase the national debt for our grandkids. I guess my response would be like, the climate is going to yeah. kill future generations yeah. and um, make it unlivable. Yeah. And uh, there was also a thing in the news about Kylie Jenner taking like 17 minute flights on a private mm-hmm. jet, like a, a bunch of billionaires taking these like 10 minute flights that are also really bad for the environment and just i kind of wanted to echo similar advice that you guys give a lot that i think is great is like see what you can do locally like even if it's just like recycling or just like smaller things or donating to 
a place that plants trees in LA that I really like called Tree People, like stuff like that. Yeah. Mm. Because I think still so many people view the climate crisis as like, oh, it's just like, we can't really see it. So mm. like, who cares? Like the next generation will have to deal with that. And yeah. it's bullshit. And it's it's affecting a lot of people yeah. uh, all over the world. And I don't know. It's just, yeah. I, I just want people to stop treating the climate crisis like it's a joke. Yeah. I mean, it's also like the... That I, I will say actually sort of counter to what, what we usually say, which is that like climate is one of those things actually that like there is a limit to what you can do. Like this is one of the reasons why you do need like national governments essentially. Yeah. Um, but you know, to that end, it's also like local the what local stuff can do is build like power and have an influence on the rest of the world. Like California or like Los Angeles as part of it is like, you know, whatever in the top six economies in the world, basically, if it were a country, things like that, mm -hmm. like, you know, the reason that cars are not, you know, they're really, really bad, but they could be so much worse is because California has limits on what kind of emissions you can do. And that essentially mm -hmm. creates, you know, for better or worse, like market reasons that make it so that you know you don't have the cars that we'd like we had in the 70s and the quality of gasoline that we had like in the 70s and shit like that so as far as that goes it's like you still need national power but you can use influence to build what power you can right so it's like Absolutely. texas is still going to be a nightmare but um you know maybe places like here or, or other places like you know, or, or whatever you can do to like start putting pressure or like starting that wave the other way. Like, you know, Joe Manchin's just a fuckhead from what, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, he also is like just a great example of like, it's like, you know, I guess vote blue no matter who, but it'd be nice if, you know, Democrats were actually not conservatives who, yeah. you know, on many issues. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that. I just wanted to get that off my chest. I've been thinking about it all week. Yeah. Um, thanks, no, everyone. It's important. No, I mean, I think the the like the definitely the race angle, too, is like maybe people are starting to give more of a shit because people are dying in Western Europe. Like mm. yeah. people have been dying in like, you know, black and brown parts of the world already because of the climate climate uh, change. But like, yeah. Now that like old white people in England are gonna die this week, like, yeah. Now they're thinking about it. Now maybe maybe the people who wield power will start to give a shit, or that ship can sort of be turned. But mm. you know that's also racism. But that's yep, yeah, definitely. Ugh. All right, all right. Now is a we, yeah voicemail. Hey y'all, first time caller, long time listener, recent subscriber. I am a black woman, and I work remotely for a tech company that has just over 100 employees. Of the 100, three of us are black, and all three of us were friends before we joined the company. Um, I wanted to be, like, obscenely black for my Zoom meeting, like wear Africa <laughs> earrings, Bantu knots, a Black Panther background, a Protect Black People mug, and maybe, like, a dashiki or something on the Monday after Juneteenth since we didn't get it off for work. But the other two talked me out of it. Uh, they both even said that if they were the host of any meetings I was in, they would turn off my video feed. 
I know it's not racist, but I'm annoyed and wanted to get y'all's thoughts. Uh, I was going to tell my white coworker who wants everybody to know she has a black husband, but I will save that Ooh. one for the live show in Austin. Thanks. And Hope this wasn't too long. Y'all have a good day. Bye. Oh, this was, I want to say this was top 10 voicemails of the year. Here's why. <laughs> uh, 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 quick, yeah. uh, a legitimate quandary. Uh, the tease of a future quandary and yes. a promise to come to a live show. Yay! Perfect. Live show on August twentieth in at the Parish in Austin. Yep. Um, that's correct. Doors at seven. Tickets available. Come see. Yeah. Us. Come you. see this person tell on her white coworker. Oh my god. <laughs> um. <laughs> so. Uh, do we need a recap? It was uh, the caller having not gotten uh, the day off for Juneteenth. Um, oh, now I'm like trying. I can't remember what her phrase was. But, but yeah, what was it? Obnoxiously black, aggressively yeah, black. Maybe aggressively black uh, mm-hmm. on Zoom the next day, uh, and her two black friends <laughs> basically talking her out of it and saying that they would have killed her on a video feed. <laughs> If they were in charge. Oh wait, the coworkers are black that said they would kill her. Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah, we can get the if their coworkers were white version of this out of the way. Uh, this is more felt like friends trying to protect you from yourself. Yeah, trying to be like not here, babe. Not in this environment. It's not going to go well. You're gonna. It's going to come up in your performance review. Let's just. <laughs> On let's the other chill. hand, your friends are cowards, and you were, yep. you were doing the right thing. Get better friends. No. Um, your friends are going to hype you up and let you do some shit like this. Yeah, yeah. I think any every friend group needs. I guess this problem, not the problem. The the reality is probably. I was going to say every every friend group needs one friend who will encourage you to do shit like this. But oh yeah, I'm, I'm realizing that person is the fr- the caller probably as far as the friend group goes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like if you don't have a friend that's going to encourage you to do this shit, you probably are that friend. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess everything is in the correct proportions actually. Yeah, it sounds like they <laughs> may helped you not make a rash choice, but I still stand by the rash choice and I just think you should do it on like some non-black holiday. Like just do that shit for Arbor Day or Secretary's Day or something. <laughs> yeah. Just show up black as fuck like or what, be black every day. <laughs> I think I'm wondering if maybe the key is uh do the plan. The plan is perfect. Yeah. But um don't just like I, and and this is not so much to like protect the white folks' feelings, but more just like to sneak it by your friends. Um, but just like all the components you said, just sort of slowly do them over the course of a meeting. Ooh, like yeah. Slowly put on the earrings, change, <laughs> like re- take off uh, a piece of outerwear, revealing mm-hmm. the dashiki underneath. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just and and try to do it naturally. And so by the end of the meeting, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know lift up your mug um, <laughs> and just to, just to get it by your your square ass friends mm-hmm. that's the key i know because what is the like i don't know i guess i don't work in a setting where i would be like i feel like i need to protect you from i i would be like man that's not my choice but have a great time and i can't wait to see the comments you get like i just kind of want to be the audience for that yeah. i i definitely 
I could see because she said tech company and Texas and only three black people. Mm-hmm. I can see a world where, you know, people get very sensitive or get very like, you know, flustered and or angry or perceive it as aggressive, which I guess is a little tricky because it's meant to be aggressive, but not in that but way. It's funny aggressive. Yeah. It's not like aggressive. Like those people are in harm's way. They are being made fun of. Um, yeah. And they are racist. So I don't know why I'm spending any time pre- preserving their feelings, but just, I guess trying to be like, the reality is there are definitely companies in the world where you would actually get in trouble. And Look, it sounds like this might be one of them. One time I was in a band and we went and played a, a very conservative town in Southern Illinois called Danville. It's very small. And it was an outdoor 4th of July uh, occasion. And our trumpet player asked Nate, because Nate was kind of the drummer and managing the band, asked Nate, hey, is there any like dress code? And Nate was like, no, it's a rock band. What are you talking about? And the guy goes, okay, cool bet. And then this Uh-oh. white man showed up <laughs> in a t-shirt on 4th of July that said 9-11 was an inside job. <laughs> 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 At this like family 4th of July outdoor picnic where we were playing like Holy Joe Cocker shit. covers. Uh, <laughs> you said it was okay. He's like, you said no dress code. Dress code. And Nate was like, damn, that is my bad, dude. <laughs> and you oh, know what? Man. I'm here for it. Hey, and you know what? It, the perfectly vague question. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, if I'd known what the kid was going to wear, would I have tried to yeah. talk him out of it? Maybe I would have back then, but today, Tawny, yeah. nah, I'd let that shit ride. Gotta let it uh-huh. go. Mm-hmm. So I can spend my allowance on whatever I want, Mom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ice cream for dinner, it's technically, it's milk, it's on the food pyramid. You said I need to eat at 5 o'clock, and I am eating. (laughs) (laughs) The floor is lava. Mm -hmm. (sighs) On this podcast and in real life. Um, Okay, caller, well, thank you, and I cannot wait to see you in Austin and to hear about your white coworker who always talks about her black husband. Yeah, this is great. (laughs) Let's drag the hell out of her. All right, Andrew, I don't know if you meant to send this next one, but I'm going to play it anyway. Yeah, I think you sent the wrong one, but we should hear it. I like it. Here we go. Hello, I am calling because your episode just talked about how like Latin A, Latinx, Latino people have like, like the reason why it's so difficult to like talk about race with Latin A people is because there are white people and there are black people and there are people of all races who are also Latin A, so this isn't like automatically um anyway you guys were talking about that and then i oh god nope i'm starting over i'm so sorry i'm gonna actually oh so sorry thank you no i you know what i did she obviously did leave another one um but now that we're listening to it i think this one works let it ride um so what did she add in the uh follow-up one that she said was really just like sort of um that uh this person was like has uh latinx coworkers who were not you know oh gosh now i'm paraphrasing but again i'm not i'm not i'm just not going to be able to find the correct one in time to do this um but um sort of just like like finding someone she the caller is aware that she shouldn't be leading the conversation but like doesn't really know how to get other people to lead the conversation Mm. Um, and so, you know, about in this case, uh, like Latinx stuff, but, um, 
I to me, I think the thing I was just like wanting to concentrate on is like, um, even though we do this show, and again, <laughs> we do the show at varying degrees of competence and quality <laughs> over the course of the year, um, ebbs and flows. You know, I think there the the thing that I was like, kind of like taken by with this call was this idea that like this person is still trying to like lead the conversation without appearing to lead a conversation and and like or or like have someone have a conversation about race with her um and i think to me the thing that i had wanted to say off the original voicemail which ah oh gosh i just wouldn't be able to find it quickly enough um is like this is what like books are for <laughs> 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 Wait, all of that and then read a book. Read a book. Yeah. Well, because it's like these conversations are just because the conversation about race or any difficult topic is not happening with the person in your mm. sphere that you mm-hmm. want it to when you want it to. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't mean that this like information isn't out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like books or other media but honestly books is probably what this caller was uh talking about more with this specific thing um it's just like there is scholarship out there and these people these are conversations that there are people who want to be having these conversations Mm -hmm. you know again sometimes it's people like us but Mm -hmm. you know just because like you're given like marginalized friend doesn't want to do it on your schedule um yeah, the the crux of the question was like, how do I get this these conversations to happen more? Mm-hmm. And I think the reality is, it's like you can't or you shouldn't. You can get them to happen. There are certain things you could do to get people to have a conversation with race about you, but <laughs> some of them are great. Some of them are real bad. It's not getting um, invited to more birthday parties. Um, yeah. Well, also like b- both sets of your advice can go go together. Like because I bet if the caller were to read more books and educate themselves more like in a private way, like just in private research that they do just purely for their own mind, not to show off or post in their Instagram stories, literally just to learn and expand their vocabulary around these things will make them more comfortable in settings with their friends of color. So when things naturally come up organically in the world, you'll have a greater set of tools and vocab to talk about it and you'll just be more comfortable you won't be like, now I have to start the race conversation because that's what I have to do. You'll just be like practiced at it and you'll be able to mm-hmm. jump in when yeah. it happens. Yeah. I also ha- think that people Having more fluency yes. makes it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. easier. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. I also think people underestimate how much of an energy transfer it is to have these conversations, which I, I think we're all on this podcast an advocate for because having them more often does just make it easier. Yeah. But it, it It is like a... It's a real delicate, emotionally weighty thing, even with your close friends, to have this, just, these kinds of back and forth. So, it's not fun. Like Some, sometimes it is. Oh yeah, but that's fun in a different way. Sometimes it is. You know, you're just like. Sometimes we get to really like rag on somebody, and you know. Yeah. But I, I think people underestimate the the real power and like, uh, kind of comfort of just private ass research reading a damn book yeah it's really like you know learn about something without people looking at you watching you learn it there's so much like yeah information and and you know stories and and things like that out there that like 
this is like available. And those are the people who are whatever, you know, however you define, I guess, or, you know, in a, in a sense, having the conversation, they might not be having it directly with you, but like, it's out there and there's like plenty of like writing and opinion and, and video and, you know, things like podcasts and whatever out there about like any given issue. Like people are talking about their shit. People love to talk about their own shit. Like it's love to. <laughs> yeah. Too much arguably. Yeah. So like, I think that's, that's a thing for the callers. Like this conversation, like, um, again, might not happen in exactly the format that you want, but you can mm-hmm. get this information and you can mm-hmm. have these conversations. Um, mm-hmm. But like wanting it to be sort of like, you know, and it's not like the caller is like f- wanting it, to, f- insisting it's on exactly her own terms, but still like, you know, I think it's one compromise. It's it's more compromised than that. Even you're not going to necessarily just be able to get your friends and coworkers to sit down and like talk about whatever issue that they represent. Um, yeah. When you want them to, or, right. or like even if you wish them to, and and, and it's not like the caller is like pushing or forcing, but like, um, you know, sometimes it just doesn't happen. Yeah, but when they do bring it up, don't you yeah. want to be? Ready to go. Yeah, when you're armed, it's so much nicer. Armed mm-hmm. with knowledge. Armed with knowledge. Only it's knowledge. Oh no. Oh no, no, no. Why would I say why would I say it in that way? I don't know. Um I don't know. Yeah. 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 I don't yeah. know. Anyway, that was that was not the voice that I meant to select. <laughs> Sorry, uh, but it, it probably was the uh a better that that was what we were gonna talk about no matter what. But no, that's that one's Andrew's bad right there. So we're all doing our best. Um I can do a little better. <laughs> well let's let's check it out next week. Um so thank you again to folks who are coming out to our live shows. Like we said, we'll be in Minneapolis uh this coming weekend on the thirtieth, depending on when mm-hmm. you're hearing this. Um, tickets at suboptimalpods.com that is also where you can subscribe to our bonus content like the show we're about to do right now called Yo Can We Live which comes out every Friday which if you love the banter and the hang and the vibe and you don't want the pesky racism that's the show for you Uh, so yeah you can get that by subscribing we also have a bunch of uh, limited series pods and other fun things that we put in the suboptimal bundle. You can also just go over there and leave us a tip if you want. It helps us keep the lights on. It helps us pay Kevin, keep him in backwards baseball caps and hedgehogs. And, I need uh, them. <laughs> you know what? Also, now I'm like trying to remember. Did someone, did another person sign up for the I will unblock you for $100? Yeah, they level? sure did. Wow. Uh, wow. Well, if you're this person, if I blocked you, <laughs> Uh, I guess let me let me know. How would they let you know? <laughs> they don't, bought the thing. That's how they let you know. Don't DM me. All right, we'll we'll look into it. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get a PO box just for this. I'm yeah. assuming I'm assuming these are all jokes. And thank you, thank you, thank you very much. But if it is not some person who actually wants to be unblocked, <laughs> I guess get in touch with Kevin. Yeah, get in touch yeah. with Kevin. DM the Yo account or sub yeah, oh, yeah, or me. Account. Whatever. We'll. F- 
It's right. a joke. It, it if you better... don't know what we're talking about, go to just go to our landing page at suboptimalpods.com <laughs> and look for the Andrew will unblock you option. Um, and then otherwise, uh, 323-389-7223. That's 323-389-RACE. Call in with your voicemails. Um, the caller... The caller did do a good job. The other thing, actually, with the other version of the uh, the voicemail she left, was that I think it was like upwards like of coda, upwards of two minutes long, and okay. that's just too long. I'm sorry. It's uh, too long. The call first caller minute on the nose, and that's yeah. perfect. That included yeah. a first time caller, long time listener, and included a little promo. Promise of yeah, future for content. Some, that might straight up be the best voicemail that's ever been left. Wow. Well, you all know what to do. That them's the ones to beat. So call yeah. in and we'll see you later. Yeah. Yo, this is racist, suboptimal pods, uh, Tronny Newman, Kevin J. Bartelt, Andrew T. That's that's it, right? Goodbye. Yep. Bye. This is suboptimal.